Welcome to Totes Faves, where we compile the ultimate list of everything in the known universe. Time to let the dogs out. Tonight in the 99 Red Balloon Filled Battle Dome, we have three non-blondes. First, she blinded me with science. It's Zara finley Sherris. And next, he gets knocked down, but he gets up again. It's Deepu Murti. And finally, if I could offer you only one tip for the future, sunscreen would be it. I'm Brandon Werner. So, Deepu, would you like to tell us the origin of, of Totes Faves? The origin of Totes Faves goes all the way back to being an eight-year-old on a car trip with my family. So most families on car trips would play the games of license plates from different states or putting things in a picnic basket that you had to remember. But my family just liked to rank things in order, like who's the most attractive family member, who did my mom love the most, which sibling would most likely die in a survivor-like arena. Um, so it got an early start. We just liked to list things over and over again. But what's the right number of things to list on the list? Right. Jump forward 10 years later, Zara and I both get degrees in neuroscience and the human brain. Surprise! <laughs> and the only thing we learn is that the brain can only store four things, plus or minus two. So to stick with the safe bet, we went with five. Five. And, there and you that go. makes it hard, right? Because people always do top tens, but five makes it, you have, to, you have to make some cuts. You have to make some cuts, and you can think about all of them at the same time, which makes it pretty contentious. <laughs> Plus or minus two. <laughs> um, tonight, we've picked a very special topic. It is our first show. So tonight's show is devoted to one-hit wonders. And this is using the Wikipedia definition of one-hit wonder, which is a song that cracked the Billboard Top 40 and then that band never achieved success again. They might have achieved cult success, but we're talking charts here. I'm gonna go first. So my number five, Totes Fave for One Hit Wonders is a delightful number by Positive K called I Got A Man. My number five, um, which taught me that women are beyond two-dimensional creatures, is Bitch by Meredith Brooks. My number five is from Belinda Carlisle. Heaven is a place on earth. I can't believe that's a one-hit wonder. I am shocked. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to number four. Mine is Wicked Game by Chris Isaac. Love Fool by The Cardigans. Dexy Midnight Runners, Come on Eileen. Number three. Love by The Cardigans. <laughs> My Sharona by The Knack. The Proclaimers, I'm gonna be making parentheses, parentheses with my fingers 500 miles. Um, number two. Number two, No Rain by Blind Melon. We got a little teaser in the intro, but what's up for non blondes? <laughs> Mine, Hardy Danger by Pulsita. And number one. Number one for me is I Can't Stand the Rain by Ann Peebles. My number one is You Get What You Give by The New Radicals. My number one, Derek and the Dominoes, Layla. <laughs> After placing all of our totes faves in the Favatron, we have our matchups. First up, I'm gonna be 500 miles versus Love Fool. 
Well, for me, this is a no-brainer because both Debu and I had this on our list. And for me, it's a no-brainer because both Zara and I had this on our list. <laughs> so <laughs> I will counter. I will, I will counter once, just very, very quick. Um, that this is the song that Zara and I are very good at karaoke. Yes. Right. It's true. This is their only song that touched the U.S. Top 40, but they had several big hits in the U.K., so they are a very big, powerful band. I think the Proclaimers. they should get booted off the list. I'm, I'm more global-centric. <laughs> like you might have a more, like, American-centric view. Well, I also think, this of all songs, I think this is the one that can be played literally over and over forever. I well, because it goes over and over forever. It does. It has no ending. It does. I don't right, I'll see this one for later battles. So Love Fool wins this round. Next... Uh, what's up? Uh, and I got a man. man oh this no! This is so hard. I think it's very clear that what's up is the winner. See, what's up was was not on my list, but was in my discard pile because it is one of my favorite songs to karaoke, and I think I I do a pretty good job at it, but. I Got a Man has special residence for me his freshman year. Friends of ours made a CD that was called You're the Bomb that had lots of lady empowerment songs on it. And You Got a Man, or I Got a Man was on it. And I also just read on the internet that it's basically a verbal battle between a man who's hitting on a lady, but she got a man, so she doesn't need him. The artist, Positive K, did both the male and female voices in the song. And given like how society's moving to more gender fluidity <laughs> and race identity, that's really empowering. No, I think that's a very empowering, <laughs> a very empowering, empowering song to ballad. see. Also, um, the very first CD I ever burned, this was on it. This was on it. I think it was You're the Bomb. And I never burned a CD <laughs> again after that. So in terms of but, definitions of one-hit wonders. I, I think What's Up is the definition of a one-hit wonder. Because when Four Non Blondes disappeared, they were like abducted by aliens, right? Who knows exactly what is up with where they went. Uh, and that song is good. And it went, what, it went number one in like many, many countries, not just America. If you want to use your global view of the of this uh, it was fight. uniquely a one-hit wonder in every single country <laughs> yeah, <laughs> many, many countries and a karaoke hit i think in every single country yeah i, d- I, I think it's i a, think it's a winner i think it's a winner okay. also we know what's up with her she married sarah gilbert last year linda perry <laughs> okay no one else cares i don't know who sarah gilbert is yes you do from darlene from roseanne oh definitely a win <laughs> next up we have no rain and bitch. I mean, I no rain. I love bitch. I think it was one of the first times when I was in middle school and I would say a rude word in a song when I would sing it aloud to myself and feel like a rebel in my nerdy childhood. But no rain is so good. Bumblebee. Oh, Blind Melon one is really good with the fat bumblebee. Yeah. The fat bumblebee. The fat bumblebee. And it was one of the first songs I were downloading on Napster. Oh, Napster's a one-hit oh. wonder. That one-hit wonder, Napster. That's the definition of a one-hit wonder. What did you download on Napster in 1999 is a one-hit wonder. <laughs> so we're going to go with Blind yeah. Melon. I'm going to Blind Melon. Next, we have My Sharona and Wicked Game. Oh, this is so hard. I'm going to side with My Sharona 
because I'll give you a good reason why. It is considered the song that killed disco because it was one of the first rock songs in many, many years since disco became a thing that peaked at number one and stayed there for many, many, many many weeks. So it was considered the song that ruined disco. And I think that shows its power. It's, it's a great song. Like it used all of its power telling disco that it could never make another song. Exactly. And he brought back uh, skinny black ties into the conversation. And that dance where you just rotate both your hands in circles as featured by Winona Ryder and Janine Garofalo, which were on their like first hit, Wonders. That's true. It's like a, a first hit, a one hit within a first hit a first, of a first, Reality Bites. Yeah. But Zara, do you a want to say anything turn. for Wicked Game? It's so sexy. It's like the hottest song ever. It's one of those songs to sit like with headphones on and it just sort of builds around you. That's the music video with the beach. Yes. It's it more of like sexy. a one night stand wonder rather than a one hit wonder. <laughs> oh wow, it is really sexy. <laughs> I forgot. I'm actually I'm looking it up on my laptop. <laughs> it might be too oh, sexy it for It might be too sexy. Like Greg said, Fred. I'm gonna go solid with my Sharona. My Sharona. Next, Layla and Heaven on Earth, which is really oh. hard for me. Okay, but is it Eric Clapton? No, it was a song he did with Derek and the Dominoes, which was a group that was put together like a super group. But and it was made, Eric Clapton. It was Eric Clapton, but this is a song he made with a band called Eric the Dominoes, which was formed, and they only had one hit, which was Layla. And let me put some little more research in there just to try to side you because on Layla then I'll get into why heaven is place on earth this is great as well oh, you're fighting both, yourself this is a dangerous story I'll give you everything uh, Layla was inspired by George Harrison's wife Patty Boyd who Eric Clapton fell in love with and, and George Harrison was one of his best friends and when after Harrison married Patty Boyd, Clapton wrote Layla for her based on a 12th century Persian story about a moon princess and a man like who fell princesses. in love with her. But then she gets married to a man whom she doesn't love because her father's the king. And then the guy who loved her goes insane. And Eric Clapton felt the same about Patty Boyd. And Patty Boyd would divorce George Harrison in 1977 and married Eric Clapton, but George Harrison didn't feel bad about this. He actually attended Eric Clapton's wedding with Ringo and Paul. Because the song conveyed the love so much. I think the yeah. song speaks for itself. And one, actually, Wonderful Tonight uh, is also about Patty Boyd. Wait, you look wonderful tonight? Is also by Patty Boyd. That near, 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 yeah, but also one of the most sexy songs. Yeah, that's ever. like the sexiest song, yeah. too. So Patty Boyd is uh, quite the quite the woman. Muse? Muse. Quite the muse. <laughs> so that, there we have Layla. I think it's one of the best rock songs ever made. It moves me to tears. That's a different list. Three words in favor of Belinda Carlisle, Romy, and Michelle. And two more words. High school reunion. <laughs> so I put Heaven in the Place on Earth on, on my list because it's one of the earliest songs I remember listening to and enjoying as a child. I was two when they came out, so probably a little bit later than that, maybe. Also, fun fact that the music video is directed by Diane Keaton. Yes, that Diane Whoa. Keaton. So that's like a winner. That's yeah. like done. You just said that. is so good. I know, but if we're talking about, like, it brings out the wonder in one hit wonder because Diane Keaton's <laughs> in it. Oh, yeah. And the way it, the, the, like. 
I don't Electric want. I don't want Layla to die. I mean, but you level. can't be upset. You're still winning. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> still, I've never seen him so conflicted. <laughs> you're still winning. <laughs> but Layla is like, it, it's got that beautiful piano part at the end with the seagulls and. It's. I think it's such a. Also, I mean, isn't it a little disingenuous to have a song sung by Eric Clapton be a one day wonder? A, but, He's no, gonna be fine. She's the head of the. But <laughs> Linda Carl is the head of the lead singer of the Go Go's. Oh. But for the band, right? So I think they both qualify because they those bands didn't go on to make more. Yeah. It's sort of nice that they're against each other. But I. I'm still going with Belinda. And I'm a little torn, but I don't like cheaters. So I'm going to go with Belinda also. Heaven. But the good news is you won. I, I, did, I, did, I, did I win? You did won I, you tore yourself apart, but you won in the end. Uh, once again, my two songs are up against each other. <laughs> with Flagpole Sitta and Come On Eileen. These songs are actually very similar. In a way. How's weird, that? In a, in a chanting dude way. These both, to me, are like... Dude, UK. UK. Let's like raise our fists and clap kind of songs. Like, come on, Eileen is the quintessential. I'm in a pub and I'm with a bunch of my mates and I'm gonna drink and yell. But for a certain generation, because I think Flagpole yes. Sitta is the same thing for of the later generation. Of the later generation. <clears throat> Partly because it's a song from Peep Show, right? Well, it's a theme song from Peep Show, and actually, the lead singer has said that Flagpole Sitta is. The only pop culture use of that song, because it's appeared in so many movies, TV shows, commercials, the only one that's ever shared a kindred spirit with what he felt the song was about is Peep Show. So it's a fun. This is more embarrassing on my part, but until today when I was researching One Hit Wonders, I thought that song was sung by Green Day. And I'm sorry. Your whole life you thought that? that? Yes. Wow, I, I was sure it was a Green Day song because no. it sounds like Green I remember because I had the I had the single of this, um, so I knew that it was not Green Day. <laughs> that it was Harvey Danger. So when I was in high school, I used to DJ uh, middle school dances as the Fresh Prince of Bombay oh with um, a friend that was DJ Jazzy Jess. <laughs> and I remember distinctly that I played both of these songs at a middle school dance. And this is going to dictate my vote is what people got more excited about. And I know it was Five Pulsita. Back in. Really? I mean, given it was middle school or so, yeah, I, it was 2001. They were like 12. I it was way I... too late for Come On Eileen. Yeah. But they loved it. Well, Come On Eileen was a massive hit for that band. They burned out so fast after that. Uh, just a fu- another fun thing. There actually was no Eileen. According to interviews, she was actually a composite to make a point about Catholic sexual repression, uh, oh, about feeling se- sexual towards a girl, and that's not a good thing. He so feels you come, dirty. So you come on her. No, no, it's no. instructing people to come on you, her because you, you don't believe in birth control. You come on Eileen, but not in <laughs> but her. But not inside because. of her. Yeah. I know like that's a, not what it's referring to, but maybe. I, I, get it. I, switch, I switched my vote. I switch, I, it. Now, I, thought, I switch it. I switch it. I get this idea. I'm a little pro come on Eileen now. You're pro come on You're pro coming on Eileen <laughs> to get rid but of not, sexual so repression. She be pregnant. But also, Flag Pulsita is also involved. Well, that's a very sexual. No, but isn't, sitting it, off it's, isn't it completely about. <laughs> is that it was, what it's about? I thought it was not about <laughs> masturbation. I think it's about paranoia, paranoia. <laughs> no, but I thought it was about masturbation, Flag Pulsita. I, I know nothing. I thought, thought the song until today was sung by Green Day. I you might also be mistaken for that other one-hit wonder, Turning Japanese. 
Oh, that's about well, a masturbation. Because that's about an O phase. Yeah. I think there's many white wonders about masturbation. Who are the lyrics? So, so I had visions, I was in them, I was looking into the mirror to see a little bit clearer. The rottenness and evil in me. Fingertips have memories, my can't forget the curves of your body. And when I feel a bit naughty, I run it up the flagpole oh, and about, see. Yeah, that's oh. about so these yeah. are both songs yeah. about masturbation and they're from both, the UK and from Brandon's list. What are wonders? Cheaters, <laughs> masturbators. So which one are we gonna go with? Which masturbation song from the UK are we gonna go with? Come on, Eileen. Just for the, I really like the too raw, gobble, too raw. Yeah, I like but, a, but how does that compare to the uh, I'm not sick? Oh, oh, but I'm not rah, well. Rah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with flagpole Sitter. No. I'm, I'm gonna go with flagpole Sitter. No. Oh, that's the field. Come on, Eileen, I do right. <laughs> next up, uh, we're going into the next level of the bracket. You've got you get, get what you give and loveful. It's loveful. I'm sorry, I can't think too much about it, but I'm just thinking of... My heart says... My heart is loveful. I do not like in... You got what you give when he calls out all the celebrities and that he's going to kick their asses because he's a very small man. And when he <laughs> says that, it's just... In the music video, it just seems pathetic. And he's also want to beat up Beck. Beck doesn't... Who wants to beat up Beck? This is one of the... I have to look at the lyrics. <laughs> Let's also just take a minute to think about how great the music video was. They, they're they running through a mall. Which is very 90s. Which is very 90s. And malls, in their own way, are one-hit wonder of the 90s. Because they barely exist <laughs> they're anymore. They're often torn down. So it's, like it, so it's not only was the one-hit wonderness like instantiated in the song, it's also in this video happening at the mall. Cardigans, I didn't think even were a one-hit wonder until we, went, we researched this. So we researched this, and this was a big... This was an argument when we were <laughs> it was coming up of just like, but they have so many hits. But this then we realized who we were and our opinions of things and how they may not be the same. <laughs> but like, so maybe, maybe the new Radicals needs a win. Like this is the only thing they get credit for is being one hit wonder. Like you won't, like I bet if you search them on the internet, it'll only show up as one hit wonders where yeah, Love no, will show Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. Race and Rewind. Defining a lot of, Youth, um, if they're like 30 somethings. <laughs> Loveful was one of those songs when I had the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack and was obsessed with it. My younger sister, who's four years younger than I am, was also obsessed with Loveful. That was the song that like translated to every generation. And still, I think it stands the test of time. So, in that way, which you is could working argue, against it, which works no. against it because it is such a good song. I don't, I don't condone the beating up of Beck. So you're pro-loveful. I'm pro-loveful just because I don't want to see Beck beaten up. Is Beck a fake and do you want to kick his asses? Yeah, because the Flaming Lips went on tour with This is, by definition, Beck's a fake. The Flaming Lips went on tour with him and they were so pumped to be buddies with Beck. And then they realized that he was the worst and he took a limousine to the show. He's also a, Scient <laughs> a Scientologist, is he not? Yeah, but he was raised once, so maybe that's... You can't knock Scientology and so early in the run. Especially because, yeah, it's a heavy heat. Uh, also, Marilyn Manson got rid of his ribs so he could give himself blowjobs. I would kick his ass also. Yeah. Czar. Loveful. I have to do Ugh. loveful. 
I, I'm gonna go with you get what you give, but I'm, I'm happy so to I'm see So I'm the tiebreaker? Yeah. yeah. My heart, but a kill come on Eileen, says loveful. I'm alright with it. <laughs> Next. What's up? And no rain. Okay, no rain is the Bumblebee song. Yeah. Yes. Hashtag Bumblebee. <laughs> What's up is the big hat song? Yes. In the music video? Yes. And there was like, I think there was a lot of blondes. Well, I don't and think blind were... melon, and there was no blondes. Was the bumblebee blonde? She was blonde, or like oh. du- like like, like sandy blonde. brown. Yeah. <laughs> no rain is a song that I feel will stand the test of time. What's up? I feel might not, unless somebody gets rid of karaoke. It's yeah. really only standing the test of time because of karaoke. I don't yeah. know if that's in its favor. But like or bottom <laughs> barrel, like if you get a, a karaoke machine at. At Best Buy. It'll be there. It'll be there. there. Yeah. Because it probably costs a nickel to to license that song at this point. No Rain might not be on that Best Buy karaoke machine. Oh. And I think that And Deepu, you didn't know. You didn't know No Rain until we said it was the Bumblebee song. And then you... you That's true. If this was one hit Bumblebee music video wonders... It would be number one. I would would pick it. But That's true, it being I one guess. hit wonders on its own, I'm I'm still up with what's up. Okay. So it's something. Up. It it's deserves some... to be on some list, like songs that made me feel sad when I was young. Yeah. Songs <laughs> that people. But you didn't people... know why you were sad. Yeah. It just made you feel sad. Or like yeah. a precursor to smoking pot. Yeah. Like if I like you when like she this says, song. Get real high, and I remember listening to it when I was little and being like, like Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna get high. <laughs> so we're going with what's up next. Rain. I can't stand the rain. And my Sharana. Well, it can't it can't stand up to I I proposed Zara, it, but I you brought it. it. That was your number one. So that was my number this one. This is your time to plead your. So here's the thing. Case. So I this evening when I was looking up different um, one hit wonders and just going through the basic list, the basically lists online that are just like VH1's top one hit wonders, and that's where you'll find the non for non blondes, and you'll get your my Sharonas and come on Eileen's. And then I was like, oh, let's look on Wikipedia and look year by year and just gaze over it. And then this was a song, I Can't Stand the Rain, that I was shocked was a one-hit wonder. It's from 1973. Let me check. Yeah, 1973. And it was like, it was Anne Peebles, like one hit on the pop chart. Um, But then Deepu reminded me. So now I'm proposing it, but then I'm also presenting a caveat. That Deepu just reminded me the reason I like the song is that it's sampled in a Missy Elliott song. True. <laughs> this is true, which maybe at least makes its hook a two-hit wonder. It's true. Not the whole song, but at least the hook. But I do like the idea, Zara, of putting out like a dark horse in there. Like this isn't on any VH1 list. This one was like, oh, I'm surprised. I love this song. It's on a playlist I have. It's like, I'm surprised that it only is technically a one-hit wonder. And then that said, I, I know in my heart of hearts that the reason I like it is because it's in that mysterious song. Which was also on the also, empowering mix CD. Which is on the same, <laughs> the same empowering mix CD um, that yes. I Got A Man is on. Um, so I'd go A for effort, but uh, giant F for just, the contest. Yeah, because also up against my Sharona, it's kind of like, God, well, it's my Sharona. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's massive a hit. hit. It's yeah. it is the definition of a hit. Yeah. So we're going with my Sharona. Next, 
in the Brandon bracket, as I'm calling this, because this is where all of my songs have ended up. Uh, Heaven is a place on earth, and Flagpole City. You know, it was so contentious to pick both of these songs next to their comrades. Now I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. <laughs> and I really, I'm like backwards wishing we picked Come On Eileen. Well, were... well, I'm sort of feeling because I'm so exhausted now by flying Sitta, I I want to listen to Belinda. Heaven is a place on earth and chill out. Yeah, one is like inspiring and wonderful. It's the music video's got little children holding illuminated globes. Flagpole uh, Sitta is about masturbation. But it defines you. It's a teen. It defines, just like masturbation. <laughs> it defines you. It defines youth. Uh, defines our youths. I almost have to bow out and let you guys pick it. I'm it, going heaven is a place heaven on is earth. Yeah, me too. Okay. Next round. Love Fool versus What's Up. Mm. Oh. This is heartbreaking. It gets worse and worse. <laughs> That's how it works. That's how a bracket system works. I thought it was supposed to get better and better in brackets, and it gets worse <laughs> it and worse. It gets worse and worse. Love pool just—it just doesn't. It's so, it's it's so le- like it should. It shouldn't have been a one-hit wonder. I know, but I can't decide if that means it's cheating or not. But it's not. I know that it's not. Like it is one. I'm playing them both in my head now to see. What's up has a lot more power. But it's also, I think, a little annoying. Yeah, I I, th- I do think cause it ends up in every list. I almost yeah. don't want to see it there. You Whereas know, Loveful is just sheer delight. Maybe I'm shooting out of the hip too fast. <laughs> but I think it's Loveful. 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 Let somebody else put four nine bronze on their list. <laughs> Next, my Sharona and Heaven is a place on it. I mean, honestly, I my gut is immediately my Sharona. Just because I'm imagining, like, imagining a play, a party similar to your middle school dance where you put on my Sharona, everyone is going to dance. You put on Heaven is a Place on Earth, everyone might sway. No, I think everyone will dance. I, I, I think it's one of those songs that, you, that doesn't go on at weddings much anymore. And if it did, I think people would still dance. But imagine my Sharona at a wedding. It would, like, kill. Because, you know, I'll tell you what, is that... My Sharona is the perfect song to white person dance, right? You can like swing your arms yeah. kind mm-hmm. of to it, right? And Heaven's Place on Earth, it's got like that amazing 80s. like 80s fist pumping, like yeah, yeah, late 80s. Like one is, you know, almost a 70s song, post-punk, and then the other is like timeless like 80s ballad. And it's a really quick beat, which I like. Yeah. And what if the going. more appropriate thing is not a wedding, but like, what if you're making a scrapbook? <laughs> they make, then what would win? Like, I'd want a scrapbook to have as a place on earth. Like, Your activity to, to decide this. To decide the one my dad's yeah. favorite is. Like, it doesn't have to just be a wedding. <laughs> a scrapbook. <laughs> you know, also, I, in my mind, I'm thinking like a digital scrapbook. Like, you're going to make a, one of those old um, iPhoto yeah. slideshows. You would want heaven to play on there. Yeah. So. My Shrona, I think it, its replay value, it's nowhere close to I Gotta Be. But its replay value is not as strong as Heaven is a Place on Earth. Because I feel if you listen, if you wanted to torture someone and get information out of them, My Shrona would yeah. be a song to play, <laughs> right? 
I feel you could probably last a little bit longer listening to Heaven is a Place on Earth. So isn't yeah. this like... It has more... It has, it has an actual bridge. Yeah. My Shona just has one drum beat over yeah. and over. But isn't there like a subtle nuance to a one-hit wonder that it should actually like probably annoy you 20% and then enjoy it 80%? Because like on my list, which were close, that didn't make her were things like Mambo Number 5, Who Let the Dogs Out... <laughs> I like every other like song that like haunts your dreams because they're a little annoying. Maybe there's just like, just like the perfect smidge amount of that by Sharona. Yeah, but I also think that a one hit wonder is a song that it gets replayed. To, it gets replayed at such a level that those people can never have another career. It's like someone that plays the same part in a TV show their entire lives and then they can't play anything else, right? So this person has to be playing that song forever. Now, as I'm saying this, I'm saying- You're switching yourself over. My right Sharona, here. that band- The Knack. The Knack, who is everyone probably knows as the My Sharona band, yeah. probably only plays that song. This is getting like really dark because now I'm imagining that band just playing that drum beat again and again. For their entire lives. Right. Belinda, now Belinda, it's funny, is was also a drummer initially, which I feel like all the Go-Go songs, they have a nice driving drums. I think Heaven and Pets and Earth has really good drumming too, but it has variation in actual artistry so to it. So I think it. we're all arguing together for Heaven is a Place on Earth. We want, together, want to we move. Want. But we Heaven know, is know my But we know my Shona should go to the next level. But we want Heaven is Place on Earth. So what, type of, what type of podcast is this going to be? <laughs> Heaven is Place on Earth. Yeah. Heaven is Place on Earth. I'll lose. I'll lose. Are we in all agreement, Heaven is Place on Earth? We're two out of three agreed. Okay. I, now, the final one we have to be all in agreement in. Get into lock this in. The next one to get that final. It's like a jury system. All right. So I'm locking this in. For the number one spot, Love Fool. And heaven is a place on earth. Love fool. Love fool, then. Bye. <laughs> we made all the arguments. My Sharona should have been in the final <laughs> So the thing is, if it was my Sharona and Love Fool, I would have a hard time. I know. So we made a mistake. <laughs> we can't go back in time. We can't go back in time. We can't reverse we it. Can't. So the only go way we can rectify the situation. <laughs> my Sharona is lying on the side of the road. Well, it's you not even. You must feel sick right now at the finals realizing you made the mistake of not letting my Sharona go. No, I don't feel sick. I don't feel sick. I think Heaven is Place on Earth is a better. I will always stand by that. It's so a better song, song, and that's its problem. But well, again, it's a better song. It's a better song, but against Loveful, I feel like Loveful has an unfair advantage somehow, and that it's like such a good song. Yeah. I feel like it's just a technicality that it's a one-hit wonder. I have to give us credit getting female written and vocaled songs. Into Does the... that mean females produce one-hit wonders? Yeah, because they, they can't. At a higher um, rate? They can't make second hits because of their periods. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, that's right. Their periods uh, always get in the way, so they can't make a second hit. They can't make a second hit. Because you can't hold a guitar when you cramp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <In the> uterus. <laughs> Can I throw Diane Keaton into the mix one more time? Please, um, always. But that doesn't sway you two on Loveful. Uh, Loveful. First of all, hundreds upon hundreds of. One Hit Wonders exist in the world. Two people, without even discussing it with each other, picked love. Both picked love for it. Out of thousands. It clawed yeah. its way into, through into the two tabs. people's 
top five totes fake. I might push this button and seed it to Love Fool. Push it. That means our totes fave one hit wonders. First totes faves are Flagpole Sitta by Harvey Danger. What's Up by Four Non Blondes. My Sharona by The Knack. Heaven is a Place on Earth by Belinda Carlisle. And Love Fool by The Cardigans. And now we enter the graveyard where we name some of the songs that just didn't make it. So what are some of the songs that we almost had on our toes faves? I almost had the theme from Chariots of Fire by Vangelis. It was bittersweet to not include Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. Aha, take on me. Because I couldn't believe that this was actually a one-hit wonder, Your Love by The Outfield. I almost put That Thing You Do by The Wonders, but I realized that was just a movie about one-hit wonders. I struggled with Primitive Radio God standing outside a broken phone booth with money in my hand. Because I didn't think these counted as well um, on the list, all these duets where one half of the duet is a famous person and the other half is not a famous person. The hits were one-hit wonders for the non-famous half. For example, Don't Go Breaking My Heart, Kiki D. That was her one-hit wonder. And then same with the theme whole new world like it was people bryson's song yeah but it was the I lady who sang it's it with not, him it's a little it's hard, hard to find that as a band because it's literally put together to make that thing and like yes. aladdin had other hits <laughs> it's true i didn't even look up who who sang the song but um that that volkswagen commercial song da 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 oh was ist los was ist das yeah yeah so another category of one hit wonders that i struggled with were movie themes because yes. they're also something yeah. that comes together for basically that one thing like ghostbusters you would think would be on my list by ray parker jr which was actually a riff off of uh, I Want a New Drug by Huey Lewis, who wouldn't give the rights, so they make Ghostbusters, which has the very same rhythm and <clears throat> hook and everything. But I love that song, but it doesn't it doesn't speak to me. A lot it's no of these, loveful. Yeah, even Never yeah. Story, for as much as I love that yes. song, too. It just doesn't hit me. Like, one that was literally on my list until almost the very end, which is kind of fitting for the graveyard, to close out the graveyard, was Boris Pickett and the Crypt Kickers' Monster Mash. Oh. Mm. So I, I love that song. It was is my ringtone. He made a song called Star Trek, which got pretty close, but I see what he was doing there. Oh, the other one I thought you would have on your list, but you didn't was Rainbow Connection. Muppets are not a one hit wonder. Yeah. Well, maybe it's one of those duet <laughs> things. Like, no, the Muppets are the one hit wonder, but <laughs> Kermit's a star. I don't think we have one hit wonders as much anymore. Or they haven't revealed themselves. We have to wait right? ten more years. Oh, Rebecca yeah. Black? But she has time where she could still produce nothing. She could, she but could. it's not looking. The system of MTV and the 80s and 90s, if you look at our list, I think they really helped to produce One Hit Wonders, where everyone was listening to the same music all the time. Oh, you found I it. I found it. I found the number one One Hit Wonder of the 2000s, and you'll know it, of course, is Daniel Powder's Bad Day. Had a bad day. Yeah. He didn't do yeah. anything else. Yeah, no. he, he, had, he had many bad days after that. <laughs> <laughs> but nowadays with 
the, the streaming is it's a little bit harder to really have a song really crack into that top 440 now right without being like a heavily produced heavily like... produced heavily marketed song right so I, I guess we'll, we'll see if the concept of one hit one has even become something and now it's time for the part of the show called fave tote where I bring out our favorite tote put it on the table and we all go inside and pull out our favorite thing of this week. My favorite thing of the now is Bill Bryson's A Walk in the Woods book, because the movie's coming out this week. Uh, it is about a man in his midlife walking the Appalachian Trail, and it is utterly charming if you are anyone that likes history and a great travel tale. He writes the best travel books, period. Mine is on the op opposite end of the cultural spectrum. It is a iPhone game called Niko Atsume, which is a game that's Japanese. And it's, you can only, I would, to download it. Wait, so it's it, Japanese. It's Japanese. <laughs> I wasn't okay. sure. Niko Atsume. It's a Japanese game application for your iPhone or Android that you have to Google to download because the title is in Japanese characters, so you can't search for it on the iTunes store unless you have a Japanese character keyboard. Um, when you download it, it provides you with an animated backyard where you place food and toys, and then cats come to play with it. And then that's it. It's pretty interesting because I think Zara does this outside of the app world. <laughs> right. When you say the cats come and that's it, that's it. That's it. I've, I've shown you the game. Also, I might, I might <laughs> want to challenge it being animated. Sorry. Very basic animation. You're looking at a, a photo, a cartoon <laughs> photo of a backyard. And then there's some cats, but sometimes there are no cats when you run out of food and you have to replace the food. Sometimes it's just a backyard. And sometimes three frames of animation, sometimes there's no the cats, frames. The cats, the tails wiggle or they're batting a little but so mouse. But the best part, the best you, part of the okay, game, okay. best part of the game is that through certain combinations of toys and buying special food, um, you lure rare cats. And these are rare cats based on Japanese lore and pop culture like mythical cats or like hello kitty both so sorry if you leave a heater in your apartment for example you leave a heater and then a little chef kitten comes and he'll make a pizza on top of it but if you leave a vase a chef cat will come and make an ice cream sundae in the vase it sounds a little dangerous to leave a heater on in your apartment well luckily it's, it's in the yard of the apartment okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no logic or I don't know, game per se. It's more of like a window. And if you'd like to download this app, you need a Japanese keyboard. <laughs> or you can Google Niko Atsume. YouTube video walkthroughs, as I've seen you watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you ever watched a YouTube video walkthrough of a still image? <laughs> well, get you ready. Can. <laughs> so, my fave tote for the week is. Uh, Broadly speaking, USA original scripted comedies, and more specifically, Playing House, starring Lennon Parnham and Jessica St. Clair. It's a phenomenal TV show with great comics, and every USA show is always on the verge of being canceled. So there's also this like <laughs> layer of like anticipation of like, will there, will there not, not even be a season two, but like episode four? <laughs> like, will that exist? It's like a reality show. It's like a reality show of watching me. Watch to see if it shows up on demand <laughs> or not. 
But it's like phenomenal television, great comedy, and as cute as it is quirky, which is how I like to describe myself. So there's like a lot of parallels. And is is it on any streaming service? I think it's probably um, on the USA website. Not like American websites, like specifically USA Network. Network. Characters welcome. Characters are welcome. It's on whitehouse.com. It's on (laughs) whitehouse.com. Just look up the American flag on Google Image. And and the show just like it's like a it's like a a magic guy. Deepu, how can people find you on on the web? Um, They can look me up on uh, Google Scholar, which is a website for looking at how many citations academics have. Um, last name Murdy, initials VP, or um, that's about it right now. Okay. <laughs> Zara, where, where people can find you online? They can find me on Twitter at ZaraFS. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at BB Werner. You can also find my comedy educational YouTube show, Laughing Historically, at youtube.com slash laughing historically. And remember, as we go on, we remember all the times we had together, but every new beginning comes from some other beginnings end. I almost put this on my own It's too late. <laughs> no, it's too late. Is that a song? Oh, that's good.